Hi, I'm Hilary Hess. You're listening to A Helping of Happiness. This podcast is for busy moms like me who have a full life and are constantly finding themselves in a balancing act. I definitely do not have it all together, but I hope that sharing the things that I have learned as a mom of seven kids and the things that you will hear from the guests that I have on will be things that will really inspire and help us all to be a little bit better and have give us all some fresh ideas and have a little bit of fun while we're at it. Welcome to Helping of Happiness, episode number 84. With Christmas right around the corner, I've had a lot of things on my mind and I've got to figure out how to simplify things. We made some large strides last year, but I really need a little bit more help. So I invited my friend Andrea Wilkinson to come on today and she's sharing with us some great ways that she has simplified to make Christmas really wonderful for her family and she has amazing ideas of service that you can do to fill up your Christmas season to help us all remember the true meaning of Christmas. So I can't wait for you to meet Andrea. Hey, Andrea, how are you? Good. Thank you for having me, Hillary. I am so happy that you're willing to come on here and put your little life on stage for a few moments for us. (laughs) So tell me real quick, just tell us a little bit about you and your family. Well, I am a stay-at-home mom. Uh, me and my husband met at BYU um, a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Too many years ago, I think. We have one son who is currently serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Las Vegas, in the Las Vegas West Mission. He comes home in June, so we're really excited about that. Um, and he's our only. We um, were lucky enough and blessed enough to be able to adopt him. We've lived all over the country. We've lived in Maine, Ohio, Indiana, Texas, Utah. Uh, my husband's from California, and I'm originally from upstate New York. So we're kind of loving it, but we love Texas. We've been here for almost 18 years, 19 years. You have me beat. Yes. And we just love it. We don't want to move. We're the same way. Okay. So I love so much. You were so sweet on my Instagram account, the Helping of Happiness account. I've thrown out there a bunch of different questions about the holidays and you were giving me so much great feedback that I wanted your words to be on this podcast to tell the audience these great stories because you have some really fun ones. So, but before we get down to some of those funnier moments, I wanted to just pick your brain a little bit about how you simplify during the holidays, because I feel like I'm still trying to figure this out. We did, we made some good headway last year, but we have a long way to go. So what are some of your tips that you have? What have you guys done to kind of- You know, it's really kind of interesting because as your life goes on, you do simplify more and more Mm because you get so busy. I used to be one of those people that used to try and do it all. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had activities every night. You know, you have the moms that are really awesome. And I wish I was as awesome as that, that do like the 25 days of Christmas activity each day type of thing. And I just realized I couldn't do it. So honestly, simplifying 
we decorate our tree, we decorate our mantle, we decorate a garland up the stairs, but really we don't have a lot of decorations outside of that just because I think my Christmas tree takes forever to do. But I think we as a family have decided to just pick two or three things that we really like doing and we do them every year. So what are Um, your favorites? What things do you like to do? We are big movie people. We love movies. So whenever we can, we watch a Christmas movie, whether it be like a Hallmark movie Mm -hmm. (laughs) or a movie like Elf or Christmas Vacation or one of our personal favorites is Christmas with the Cranks. Andrea, we are soul sisters. Oh my goodness. That is my favorite Christmas movie. That and It's a Wonderful Life, which is like on a totally different spectrum. But yes, I'm the same way. Like all the Christmas movies, bring it on. But that one is my very, very favorite. Yeah. You know, we laughed when it first came out. We're like, this is going to be us when our son is gone. (laughs) And it kind of is. (laughs) So I'm plugging the movie. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. You've got to see it. I'll put a link in the show notes because that <laughs> one is my favorite, favorite. Yeah, but, um, you know, other than that, simplifying, um, we do, I had a really interesting experience probably 15 years ago um, when we lived here in Texas. All of my family, um, I have three other sisters, and then my parents, and they all decided to come out and spend Christmas in Texas. Well, they all decided to fly in on Christmas Eve. And like Christmas Eve dinner time. And there were so many of them, and we were shuttling back and forth to the airport, which, you know, takes, I think back then it took about 45 minutes because the one freeway we use now wasn't built. And so I had no time to do dinner. And I was panicking because our family growing up, Christmas Eve dinner was very important. Same with Christmas Day dinner. I just told my family, I'm like, I can't do it all. You know, we're all coming in. I'm going to order takeout. And they were horrified. (laughs) Absolutely horrified that I would say we were doing Christmas Eve takeout dinner. But let me tell you, we got barbecue and it was the best. So that was a new tradition we started 15 years ago. Now, the only time we don't do it is when, of course, it's on Sunday. And then I'll make both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day dinner. But I embrace going out to eat and getting takeout. I just, I don't know. It was great for that day when we were picking everybody up. But when I really thought about it after, it was, I got to spend time with my family. I wasn't in the kitchen cooking. And then, you know, you eat. Cleaning it all up. Yeah, and then cleaning (laughs) it up. I think that was the worst, Mm -hmm. you know, because you can't prepare things ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big person, you know, proponent of preparing things ahead of time that you can just warm up, but. I think that's mainly how we simplify. I think that's a genius idea. I especially feel that Christmas Eve 
gets so crazy, especially if you have young kids at home still, because you end up being up pretty late at night, usually getting things ready and definitely all the preparations that you need to do. Right. It just gets to be pretty late and you're just so exhausted that if you're yeah. putting on a big feast before that, that the night is really long and then you're pretty much wasted on Christmas day. Right. And, you know, I mean, we still do the Christmas Eve traditional things. It's just, that was one thing that I could take from my plate that made my life so much easier, so much less stress that I actually enjoyed Christmas Eve more than I had when I had to worry about everything, doing everything, being perfect, Uh, you know, be perfect. I think I'm going to steal your idea (laughs) do the same thing with our family this year. So what are some of your, like, what do you do on Christmas Eve? Like we do the, um, we read through the nativity, the kids put on all the bathrobes and act it out. And. Oh, I wish we had more (laughs) children because that would have been in my wheelhouse. I would have loved that. Um, We do read uh, the Christmas Eve story. Every other year we get together with my family, like Mm -hmm. my sisters and their kids and their husbands and my parents. And when we do that for Christmas Eve, we will, um, my dad will read The Other Wise Man by Henry Van Dyke. And that was like a huge tradition. It's about um, the other wise man who is trying to find the baby Jesus and is bringing him gifts. And along the way, he ends up giving up his gifts to help other people. I guess I don't want to ruin it, but (laughs) (laughs) I already have. So sorry, people. But it's just a really good book about thinking of others. And it's very dear to my dad's heart. So we definitely always read that. We like to sit around the Christmas tree with the lights on, with everything else off. And we listen to Christmas music. We, of course, do Christmas pajamas. Mm-hmm. Like everyone usually they match a couple of years ago we did gnome pajamas uh, with my son gone on his mission we haven't we didn't do it last year and we won't do it this year but we like doing that you know we of course get the plate of cookies and the carrots mm-hmm. for the reindeer for mm-hmm. Santa and the reindeer even now we do it because we always get a visit from Santa you know and that is an exciting time for us. So I love it. I love it. Okay, so we've got your tactics for making the meals easier. I know you do a lot of service. How does your family serve during the holidays? We do small things and then we do larger things. Small things like, for instance, bringing up somebody's trash can from the curb. You know, when it's really cold outside. And you're like today. Burr, yes, burr. exactly. We're both talking together <laughs> in our blankets. It's freezing. For Texas, it's freezing. It dropped 50 degrees last night. So we're like, whoa, we're not used to this. And it is 30 something. <laughs> so we, we really are not making this up. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, you know, do little things like that. We try and like bring little gifts to to people to let them know we're thinking of them especially if they've had a hard year or um just don't have family around yeah um but my favorite thing that we do is 
we lovingly refer to it as ding dong ditch Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And we generally do it every other year when we're together with my family. It's a huge deal to us. I don't know if you've heard of Christmas jars. Have you ever heard of Christmas jars? I have the little book. Yeah, I feel like I've read that, but it was like 15 years ago that I read this thing. So remind me about the Christmas jars. It's like you put something in it all year long. You you put your change in it all year round. Um, And then you find somebody who needs something at Christmas and you give it away. We kind of do that. Um, Generally what we do is just probably starting around September, October, we just kind of listen to see if we know anybody with needs. And we do this all over the country. Um, Two years ago, we did it in Idaho when we were vacationing up there. Done it in Utah, we've done it here. But basically, we find a need. And the first year that we did it, Jake was probably about six or seven years old. And he was the oldest grandchild by far. And my parents came to us and said, you know what? We really want you guys to think of others during Christmas. And how would you like doing Christmas for a family? And my dad had overheard somebody that he worked with at um, the Mount Timpanogos Temple, saying that their daughter who was divorced had a, do- um, had a daughter and they did not even have a Christmas tree. And they didn't have enough mo- uh, money to buy food or any gifts for Christmas. And it really touched my dad's heart. We all embraced it so much. So we all went out, um, we got, a bunch of food, a Christmas tree, gifts, and on Christmas Eve, well, first of all, I guess I should say, my dad talked to the person, told them we were doing this, but that person did not tell the person who received the Christmas that it was happening. And on Christmas Eve, we brought it all up to our door. Like, and there is, there was probably 10 of us including my son, who was six. We all went up, dropped presents at the door, rang the doorbell, and we all ran away. (laughs) And watched from behind a big evergreen tree. And you should have seen my son's face. The lady opened the door. (laughs) She looked out and she was like, what's going on? What is all of this stuff? And she just started crying. And it was such an experience, sorry, (laughs) for her, but it was more of an experience for our family and especially my son who was six. He was so happy. You should have seen the smile on his face. He couldn't stop talking about it for weeks after And he's the one that lovingly titled it Ding Dong Ditch Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It was and still is his favorite thing to do. Now, we don't always get that opportunity now to do the Ding Dong Ditch Christmas because of like when we were in Idaho, 
we did it through a community service organization that provided, mm -hmm. you know, Christmas to families. But we always try to find those that truly are in need. Um, and honestly, it is the highlight of my Christmas. The, like, I'm excited to go Christmas shopping and I normally hate Christmas shopping. <laughs> we don't like the crowds, but it's magical to me mm -hmm. and magical to our family. And we all try and we go and shop together and do everything together. And we wrap the presents together and we write little notes on the boxes to the people so they know that someone does care about them and love them and is hoping that they have a magical day. You know, let's be realistic. Most of us don't really need anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's, I mean, yes, I mean, we need stuff, but not to that extent. Um, the family that we helped in Idaho a couple of years ago, it's near Jackson Hole. And in the winter, there are days where it's the high is like negative 22. And this mother was a single mother. She had, I believe it was six children. I think most of them were boys, if I remember correctly. And they did not have winter coats or winter boots. And when we heard that, we could not even believe that. Because, I mean, it's cold now. I can't imagine going. Oh, no, outside. we're dying in the 20s and 30s. I can't imagine negative yeah. temperatures and not. I mean, we're wearing two coats and we're cold in this weather. I can't exactly. even imagine. And so that was, that was a really great Christmas for us um, when we did that. And so we do that every other year. We kind of go big every other yeah. year. But, yeah. but the other years, we generally will go and we'll deliver like Christmas meals to ACO, which is our local like food yeah. pantry. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll do like the entire Christmas meal for a couple mm -hmm. of families. Our church, our ward, collects gift cards, or at least they have in the past, for people who are in need. And so we, we tend to do that. That's, I guess, really how we serve. Yeah, um, I think those are wonderful. <laughs> I, and I'm not meaning to, I, I kind of... Um, you probably feel a little funny talking about these I do, things. actually, I because really do. Because knowing you, you feel really <laughs> funny. But the thing is, is that I ask you specifically because I think that some people just need ideas. They don't think of how they can serve. And some of those, like the, for the example of you doing the one in Idaho, since you did it through that other organization, you could even probably have sent them money online or something, you know, like through, you know, you wouldn't even have to, like if you weren't in a physical position where you could be out doing the shopping or you could be out, you know, spending the time, but you really wanted to give in a very generous way that's a great way to build a sense of money you know actually that is great and I'm gonna plug this while we're talking about it um 
the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints does a Light the World campaign mm-hmm. at Christmas, and they have these giving vending machines where they um, have different things you can purchase. They range from $2 to $320, and it's either um, items for local charities or items for worldwide charities. Like you can purchase a goat mm-hmm. or you can purchase clean water or you can purchase a backpack or shoes or um, I don't know what else they have um, in there, but you go and you put your money in and you purchase a card and it drops down in the bottom of the, the vending machine. And then, um, the church humanitarian office, I guess, services, services, um, distributes the money to all the organizations, depending on how much that they, they get for each organization. And none of the money that is donated is used to admit, uh, in administrative purposes for this. It, all of the money that is donated goes out to the, the areas. And this year they have machines in Salt Lake City, Orem, Utah, San Jose, California, Gilbert, Arizona, Las Vegas, my son. Yes! Oh, in his mission. so awesome. So he's really excited. That starts next, or this week. It starts this week. Yes. Um, they have one at the Polynesian Cultural Center in Hawaii. They've got one in Denver, Colorado. They have one in New York City, um, one in London, England, and one in Manila in the Philippines. They need one in Dallas. I'm dying, right? (laughs) You know, honestly, if you're listening and have any poll with this giving machine business, please send one to Dallas. We want one here. We want one. (laughs) We want one so bad. I know my sister lives in Utah. So I'm like thinking, well, maybe if I can, or even I could have my daughter do it. I forgot. Cass is living out there. I send her over to the giving machine and she can be like, we're FaceTime her and she can pick out what things that my other kids want to give and she can put the money in there. That would be really, really fun. Uh, My kids are dying. We've seen the little YouTubes about it and they really want to, you know, buy a couple chickens for somebody. I know. Exactly. I was like telling our son, I'm like, Okay, when, because he gets the opportunity to um, work a, sh- a shift. Mm-hmm. Um, they have people that just make sure that the cards don't ever run out or that the right. receipts don't ever run out. Um, he gets the opportunity to do that, I believe, either Thursday or Friday this week. Oh my goodness. And that is I was such like, okay, make sure you buy something with yes. the card that we gave you. Um, but it's, it's a really neat idea. Yeah. And I wish they had them all over. Maybe someday they will. Those Maybe are so they cool. Will. Maybe they will. So thank you for letting me plug that. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm so glad you did. Because I actually was going to talk about Light the World on the podcast a little later in the month. But I think the earlier the better. So we'll talk about it now. And then we'll just reference it later on when we talk about it again. So Cause I love it. I love the daily prompts that they send out. Um, and I saw that they have a, 
thing this year where you can have notifications come to your phone every day about the different opportunities of service ideas that you can be doing. Oh, so I, I did not know that. Really that cool. I'll have to sign up for that. Um, but yeah, it's a great, it's a great way. I think the Christmas season is a great time to really remember people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and it's not just your family and your friends, but really kind of remember people that might be struggling, that have lost spouses or children or, you know, friends and that are alone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Christmas is a hard time. Last year was very difficult for me and my husband with our son <laughs> being gone on a mission. Um, and it was difficult for him. Yeah. Um, it's the first time that he had he been away mm-hmm. for a holiday and it was, it was difficult to only talk for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it was very emotional, but you know, I will say someone last year, we know who the family was, but um, they made our Christmas for us because they gave us the 12 days of Christmas. They thought of us and it really touched our hearts because it was so difficult for us. No, I think there really is something <laughs> special about that. That's that's one tradition that our family really likes is the 12 days of Christmas. And some day, some years it doesn't quite work if we go out of town. So we try to just do 12 different people, 12 different things, you know, you know, maybe right. not do the exactly. nights. But there was one year that we did it to just our widow lady across the street and we didn't really think anything of it. I mean, it's just like little teeny things left on her porch because, you know, we didn't really think much of it. Well, of course she figured out who it was because she could see our kids <laughs> running across the street, you know. <laughs> They're not yeah, very sneaky. Okay. <laughs> but she came over on Christmas and just told us that it was her first Christmas without her husband. And that had not oh. even dawned on us. Like, we knew she'd lost her husband. But when we were picking who to do for some reason that just totally escaped our, our minds. And she said that that was a thing that kept her going because she'd been feeling so lonely that year. And I was so grateful that she told us that because then I could then tell my kids and remind them that that's why we're doing it. And that it really was a special occasion. It really you know? is. And it doesn't have to be 12 days. I mean, it can be even just once. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, pop in. We're thinking of you. We yeah. love you. Um, or go sing a Christmas carol, you know, drop off a vat <laughs> of hot chocolate, whatever. Yeah. I think that would be a punishment, at least if our family did that to someone. <laughs> <laughs> so we will stick, uh, we will stay away uh, from that. <laughs> we did a caroling thing with friends one year and half my family did not sing because half of them are not singers <laughs> and then the other half of us are. So it was good to get with friends to help with the, the tune a little bit that do sing, but. I know. Oh. Funny, funny, funny. Okay, so I'm loving your take on the elf on the shelf. I wanted, I want you to tell us your story about your elf on the shelf because <laughs> I feel like this is one of those phenomenons that people have kind of a love-hate relationship with. Some people love the elf on the shelf and some people like me think it's a really charming idea but have handed it over to my older kids to help with because 
it's, it's hard. <laughs> it, it, and you talked about simplifying. Let me tell you, some of the some of the things posts that I see of what other people's elves have done just sends me into a panic. I think, um, but we do have an elf who comes to our house. His name is Zap. We've had him for a long time um, come to our home, but he doesn't do anything cool or anything naughty. He's kind of just, he sits in one area um, and kind of watches, kind of observes what's going on in the house. And then that night he'll just go to Santa and report on um, how we well we did as a family that day. And then he'll come back and go to a different area of our house. We thought that our son Jake loved Zap. And because he would every morning, literally every morning, he would run around the house looking for him. And I was just like, oh, He's excited. He wants to see the elf. What's, you know, where he is, find him. Well, a couple of years ago when he went off to college, he pulled me <laughs> aside and he said, Hey mom, I have to tell you um, that I didn't, I wasn't really liking Zap when he came. He scared me. I was afraid he was sneaking around every day, like touching my stuff or he was going to steal stuff or, you know, watch me do something. And it scared me. He goes, it kind of traumatized me. But he, he took me, uh, you know, out of Zap's earshot, you know, so he didn't hurt his feelings. But he was like, it kind of traumatized him. You know, it, it kind of traumatized me, mom. And, you know, it was just one of those fails, I guess. <laughs> because I had a totally different take on that. I thought he just loved it. So, you know, that's one of my many fails. <laughs> we all have many parent. fails. That's but let me parent. tell you, anybody's elf who you know, has really cool things, does really neat things for the kids. I'm all for that. It's just a lot. Our of elf is kind of a boring elf too. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That's okay. Now I have read of some elves bringing little ornaments every day to remind them of different aspects of Christ's life, mm. which I really like. That's actually really cool. Yeah. It's kind of like an advent that they bring yeah. today. I really like that. Now, I'm not sure that our house would be very accepting of an elf that does naughty things. <laughs> I don't think mine would either. We have enough naughty things going on with our people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but we love Zap and we look forward to his arrival every holiday season. Our poor elf ends up, you know, because if you touch the elf, they get sick and they can't right. do anything. So our elf ends up sick in bed quite a lot during the Christmas <laughs> season. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and he smells very strongly of cinnamon because isn't it? You have to sprinkle him with cinnamon every time right. they get touched. He's like a little potpourri. <laughs> He's pretty That's strong. Okay. You know, 
It, it's a great idea. It's, <laughs> it's great very idea. cute. We love it. It's a fun little tradition. It is. Is there anything else on your heart that you wanted to share that you were thinking about with all this um, stuff? Remember people. I think, I think our society has lost being friendly and kind to one another. And it's so important. Smile and actually look the cashier in the eye as you're checking out. Mm -hmm. um, you never know when it might make somebody's day just mm -hmm. to hear from you. I think a lot of people feel lonely. Mm -hmm. And especially at the holiday season, if they're not around family or if they're not close to their family. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It is very hard. So I think that's my main takeaway is just remember, be kind, loving, you know, you never know what a small act of kindness is going to do for somebody. Like last year, the people that did the 12 days of Christmas, they probably just thought, oh, this is just going to be fun for them. Mm -hmm. But it meant so much more to us mm -hmm. than they realized, I think. I personally don't need another pair of socks or, you know, <laughs> just something random. And, you know, think of others that are truly in need. And maybe I love the idea that some families only give four gifts for mm -hmm. Christmas. Mm -hmm. Something to read, something they need, something they want, and then I can't remember something, the other one. Um, they wear. Did you say wear? Yes. No, I okay. didn't. Something they wear. I, I said read, but not wear. Yes, okay, I so love that. <laughs> the only reason I'm coming up with that is because someone suggested that on my Facebook this week. <laughs> I no, think it's a great idea. I love that idea. It's fabulous. Last year, my sister um, decided that she wanted to give her kids experiences mm -hmm. instead of things because you know, like most kids, they play for with them for a day, a week, oh, yes. a month. It makes me crazy. Yeah. Yes. And it's, you know, an experience that will last a lifetime, I think is more important mm -hmm. or more meaningful, something to look back on, especially when they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and I think building those family memories are everything, right? It's just right. that time that we have together. Uh, that's I'm I love doing the any year that we've done the experience Christmas over the things Christmas. Those are the ones I remember. I don't remember what we gave for presents the last three years. You know, I, would, exactly. I don't know. They had something that they played with for the afternoon and then broke the next day. You know, it, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But the years that, you know, they got tickets to Disneyland or they got an experience to go to SeaWorld or something like that. Those are the ones that were magical that I remember way more, you know, the fun things that they, they got to go do together. But uh, thank you for that reminder. Yes. Well, okay. So do you mind answering the three helpful and happy <laughs> questions? <laughs> well... My favorite food. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, That's the question number one. What's my favorite food? And we do this to just kind of tie into the website because the website covers food, travel, and homemaking hacks. So we, we plug a different question in here to kind of tie it together. Yes. But me and you love all food. <laughs> I, I love all food. But seriously, people, get Hillary's 
pumpkin cheesecake recipe. It is to die for. Like way better than um, the Cheesecake Factory cheesecakes. It's so good. It like, oh, I, I just told Warren this week. I'm loving it right now. <laughs> I told Warren this week, I got to make that pumpkin cheesecake for Andrea because nobody loves it as much as her. And it just makes me feel good when people like my food. Oh no, but I can't get it. But, um, you know, I love Hutchins barbecue. I love barbecue. I love Mexican food. Um, Chewy's is a Mexican restaurant. Mm -hmm. That Uh-oh. creamy jalapeno sauce. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. We just oh. got some for Cade for his birthday this week, actually. That was part of his present because he loves it so much. We just got him a big vat yep. of creamy uh, jalapeno. So delicious. So I really just love food in general. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you need Hillary's cheesecake in your life. <laughs> I'll link up to that in the show notes for sure. Yes, you better. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Best trip you've ever been on or your dream vacation? I'm actually going on my dream vacation in a few weeks. Okay. Are you doing the London one? We're going to London and Yay. to Munich. And I am so excited because I've never been anywhere good. I mean, I have been good places. Um <laughs> But it has been my lifelong dream to go to Europe. So um, that's where my ancestors are from. Um, I wanted to do the BYU study abroad in London. Mm-hmm. My parents said, no way. <laughs> so, oh, sad. I know. And then when Jason was traveling all over the world, we had Jake and so I could never go because somebody needed to watch him. Mm-hmm. So I missed out on like going to Morocco and, you know, going to the Bahamas, staying at the Atlantis and, you know, just different fun things. So I've always just wanted to travel the world. So I'm excited to go to London so and to Munich. So it we're hitting is- up the Christmas markets. Yeah. That's going to be magical. So fun. Yes. Okay. okay. And the last one, do you have a homemaking hack? This is always the hardest one people say. Well, I guess it's not really a hack, but I live and die for my cookie scoops. I don't know if you use cookie scoops. No, I think I need to learn about cookie scoops. They are basically like um, those old timey ice cream mm-hmm. scoops, you know, that has the little lever that goes around and knocks off the thing. It makes your cookies all the same size. So so nice and uniform. Yes. And what I like to do is make the dough, scoop out the the dough, freeze it. um, And then once it's hard, you put it in a bag. And then when you want cookies, you just take out however many you want and cook them. And they're fresh and they're delicious. And it saves your life. So they're even already portioned because I freeze cookie dough all the time, but I usually freeze it in the big log. So then I still have to like slice it up and mold it and everything else. It's already portioned. It is seriously, my husband loves those peanut butter blossom. Yes. We love those too. Yes. And so every night he's like, I want some more of those. So I just make up a double recipe 
And I use the really small cookie scoop. So they're like bite size. Yeah. Especially um, for the blossoms. Cause then you get a lot of chocolate in with your exactly. cookie, right? Do you ever do the Reese's cups in your blossoms? No. Ooh. That's, we did that last year. They're so good. Warren likes oh. those and he likes the Christmas, you know, the white chocolate ones. I think they're like the Christmas trees or something like oh, that. Yes. I mean, Ooh, give me the milk good. chocolate. I don't need the white chocolate ones, but <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Um, I will have to try that. That sounds delicious, but you know, we do it for almost all the cookies that we do. Such a good idea. And yeah, then, that's a huge hack. That is huge. I think you're going to be giving me, I'm going to be able to do my Christmas cookies so much easier because on a morning when I have them. time, I can just make a ton of dough. And then right. when I'm ready to do my deliveries, I just bake and it's easy. Right. And so you can make them today. Not, not yes. that you have time today, but you can, them <laughs> I can now make them and tomorrow. they'll still be good. <laughs> and they will still be good. Oh, you know, I love it. They last, it lasts about three months in the freezer. Just make sure it's in a, like either a, a freezer Ziploc or I put them in those um, little plastic like take-alongs, like yeah. made take-alongs and just put that in the freezer. Such a good idea. Okay. You've changed my life. You've changed all of my friends and neighbors' <laughs> lives too. Cause now I can bring over fresh cookies when I have 10 minutes instead of when I have 45 or an hour. Right. Exactly. Now they do, you do have to kind of thaw them a little bit. Yeah. Um, when you take them out, but saves your life. Yes. Well, thawing's easy. You just pop that out of the freezer and just let it sit while you run around and do something else. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, Andrea, this has been just so much fun for me. I've loved hearing all the fun things that you do. I've laughed. I've cried. It's been like the best talk. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me and listening to me. I love it. Not make sense, but you know, whatever. Wonderful (laughs) sense. We love it so much. So I appreciate you taking the time to come and teach us. And have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please head over to Apple Podcasts if that's how you're listening and give us a rate and review. And of course, subscribe, whether whatever podcast app that you're using to listen today, or maybe you're listening directly through our website. We'd love a little comment in there so we can hear what you've been enjoying the most and share with your friends, of course. I hope that you really enjoyed this time with Andrea. We're going to have her on a little bit later on to talk all about Christmas books. Um, She has quite the collection and has some really great suggestions for us. So that will be on an upcoming podcast. Hope you're having a fabulous, fabulous day.